0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America
1: faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Is it possible to have a wave of terror attacks in the United States of America and to have no one notice that it's going on? What if these terror attacks reached record levels this year? How would it be possible that no one would notice? I'm here to argue it's happening. That these terror attacks are ideologically based. And they're killing at a rate we haven't seen before. They're ambush attacks on police officers. Here's Fox News reporting the new record high.
0: These are startling
1: statistics. If the attacks on law enforcement, 33 ambush and unprovoked officer killings in 2021 compared to 11 in 2020. 33 ambush style killings, an all time high. When I started covering this about five years ago, most people have never heard of such a thing as an ambush killing because there weren't any. These are killings that occur because officers are seen in public wearing blue. They occur for political reasons. Because the terrorists doing it are radicalized by the ideological racial agenda that the media and the Democrats are spewing. They're different from other killings of officers, which are at a 20-year high. Those officers were willingly interacting with the suspects who turned on them and killed them. That's not what an ambush killing is. In an ambush killing, an officer is shot who is not interacting with the person who shoots them. In other words, they're ambushed. These are inherently political crimes. This is classic terrorism. And it's much worse than the numbers initially appear. According to the National Fraternal Order of Police, an officer down memorial page There were 95 separate ambush style attacks on officers this year, with 33 of them ending up being fatal. Again, this is a crime that was virtually non-existent five years ago. No one had heard of such a thing. What this is, is a wave of terror attacks. Think about this for a minute. What if 95 federal government officials were ambushed and 33 were killed in attacks by anti-government activists or fanatics who wanted to take down the federal government. How would we look at that as an alarming wave of terror attacks? It'd be about all the media talked about, given that we'd have one every three and a half days or so. Suppose these were attacks on elected officials by anti-government right-wing types. You can imagine what that coverage would be like. We don't get it. We would be condemning it day in and day out. Republican leaders would be begging their right wing followers to stop and they'd be taking a pounding in the polls for rhetoric that caused it. If such rhetoric existed, yet almost no one knows anything about it because the people doing it are Black Lives Matter sympathizers who've bought into the media's grotesquely fake anti-cop rhetoric. Again, as I've pointed out to you many times, I believe the Democrats are following the playbook of the Russian Revolution. I believe they've chosen it because, like America right now, Russia was a heavily armed country with a high ex-military proportion that they are anticipating needing to run their revolution with the same playbook they did in Russia. And in Russia, that revolution began with deadly attacks on law enforcement officers, throwing Chemicals in their faces, blinding them, setting them on fire, and yes, murder. It was considered anti-government protest by the Marxists who led it. It was even celebrated, as I've pointed out many times. Yet the public is none the wiser. We spent most of 2021 obsessing over a Capitol Police officer who died of natural causes, The only Capitol Police officer killed in the year 2021 was killed by a Biden supporter who was also a Louis Farrakhan and Black Lives Matter supporter. He rammed his car through a barrier in order to run over two Capitol Police officers. who refused to die. He then got out of his car and stabbed one of them to death. The other survived but spent a long time in critical condition. No one even knows this happened. The problem is that our side just died doesn't get it. We should be spinning this as what it is, terror attacks, exactly what the left would be doing if the shoe were on the other foot and our rhetoric was causing it. Instead, not only is this being largely ignored as a phenomenon while it grows at a shocking rate, the New York Times, the Department of Justice and the FBI are categorizing non-violent, yes, trespassing in terms of January 6th, but non-violent right-wingers as domestic terrorists. And last week, they even launched a special branch, a joint branch of the Department of Justice and the FBI, to specifically go after not domestic terror, but right-wing domestic terror. The irony of that being, we're not violent at all. On their side, 95 anti-government attacks, culminating in 30- three cold-blooded murders and it's not even looked at as a threat much less a pattern as my fabulous co-host lee rogers often points out on the Terror show whatever the left accuses you of is what they're actually actively doing can you imagine if there'd been 95 attacks like this by islamists this year we'd know what that was a terror wave if these islamists had attacked regular people government bureaucrats or officers of some kind politicians or even yes police would know exactly what it was instead these terrorists aren't radicalized by a group but by cnn the mainstream media their lies and the democrat party given the incessant anti-cop coverage in this country reported with the presumption that they're racist and have racked up A massive black body count It's not uncommon to hear people on television say I can't let my black son go out. He might be killed. But what is the actual size of the casualties on both sides? This is going to shock you. According to the Washington Post FBI database of police shootings, just four. That's right. Four unarmed black men were killed by police in all of twenty twenty one that's down from 26 the year before call from mom answer it call silenced
0: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
1: you have 47 new voicemails
0: The largest number of which,
1: 13, were white. All of this coverage, endless, as if on a loop, racial, hatred, suspicion cast upon police officers over four deaths. Folks, more people were killed by lightning last year. Now let's look at what radicalized protesters, radicalized by the left and the media and the Democratic Party, think the scope of the situation is. This is journalist Ami Horowitz interviewing Black Lives Matter marchers in Minneapolis in April of 2021. How, how many unarmed black people were killed by cops last year? Your
0: oh, idea? hundred plus in just Minnesota? No, around the country. Oh, thousands. Un, unarmed black people. Thousands. It seems like they're trying to erase, like, our, like, destruct the whole race of, you know, the African-American race. Would-
1: just four. Now, let's look at the scope of the killing on the other side from Fox News this morning. 2021 was a deadly year for police officers in the United States. According to preliminary FBI data, 73 officers were killed intentionally, up from 46 in 2020, in the highest number of line-of-duty deaths in over 20 years, aside from 9-11. These are startling statistics. If The attacks on law enforcement, 33 ambush and unprovoked officer killings in 2021, compared to 11 in 2020. 20 why are we seeing these tragic oh i think griff jenkins knows the answer he just doesn't want to say it again 33 murders in the ambush attacks out of 95 total ambush attacks unbelievable which brings us to Keona holly holly was black the mother of four children she missed christmas with them this year because she was dead if Keona holly had been killed by a police officer while she was unarmed they'd be marching the streets screaming say her name but nobody knows keona holly's name outside baltimore even though she was killed execution style in a terror attack this attack is shocking because it violates so many of our norms she'd picked up an extra shift tragically to help pay for christmas for her kids it's so heartbreaking two black males simply walked up behind her car. She was only 37. She was sitting in her police car, her patrol car, as officers often do when they're on duty, doing paperwork. They saw it, realized she was a cop, walked up behind her and shot her, execution style in the head, simply for the crime of wearing blue. Ours is a society that doesn't tolerate, is particularly intolerant of thuggery by men toward women. Yet outside of Baltimore, and a little bit of coverage from Fox News National, almost nobody knows this happened. She was on life support for a week. They finally unplugged it, and she died, as was reported on December 24th. Keona Holly had joined the police force, as she explained in an interview with Business Insider the year before, because she wanted to give back to her neighborhood. She wanted to clean it up and keep it safe. If this story were from the archives, the news archives of the pre-Russian revolution, we know exactly what it was, the beginning of attacks on government that would ultimately bring down that government and usher in an era of Marxism and fear. They used the killings of police officers in order to get the upper hand, the Marxist terrorists did, so that. Those officers were afraid to get involved with them at all. Law enforcement became afraid to get involved with them at all. And after a while, prosecutors were even afraid to prosecute them for the crimes for fear they themselves would be targeted. It's my fear that that is where we're going. So as leftists march in the streets, chanting the names of people like Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, people who were. Either criminals with long records or effectively criminals, victims like Keona Holly go unknown, totally forgotten. This, as the left does what my co-host often says, accuses us of what they're doing. Over the weekend... The New York Times opinion page accused right wingers of being the biggest threat to our so-called democracy, that we are very much in danger of the country imploding in a violent war and that the government needs to begin to prepare war game against us. Those are the actual words they used war game that government institutions, they say, need to begin to assess the threat from us and prepare for it. It's absolutely terrifying, and they're not joking. Quote, war games, tabletop exercises, operations research on the prospect of American political conflagration, including insurrection, secession, insurgency, and civil war should be proceeding at a higher tempo. They write, it's plausible the United States, as we know it, could disintegrate. Institutions need to consider worst-case scenarios to help avoid that, they say, by beginning to To systematically target right-wingers. This as anti-cop, anti-government terrorists attacked almost a 100 times last year. Again, something we'd understand the implications of perfectly if they were al-Qaeda or ISIS or Islamic militants or even right-wingers who just want to be free of the increasing government boot on their neck ambush style killings virtually unheard of five years ago increased a staggering 130 percent between 2020 and 2021 what will they do next year and when will we finally recognize this for what it is a wave of terror by the left thank you for listening to today's podcast Please subscribe and share it with friends and family. To subscribe, download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and subscribe there.
0: Battleground America with Tara Servatius.
1: Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.